Hello. Welcome now to Sounds Like Radio, where we are happy to bring you some great music and the great Gildersleeve. I am your humble host. And today we got a, you know, this is an, uh, a very funny show. I heard it just the other day. Uh, this is a show when uh, Bullard and Gildersleeve, uh, well, let me start from the beginning. Now, do you recall... Uh, we recently played you a New Year's show with Willard Waterman and Gail Gordon as Bullard, where they each sort of uh, competed with each other for the uh, for Catherine Milford and for the other lady they took out. Uh, Anne uh, was her name. Anne, I forget the other lady's name, but anyway, they both had a double date on New Year's Eve, and uh, uh, Bullard kept cozying up to Gildersleeve's girlfriend Catherine. Well, now this show we got for you. It's sort of a follow-up to that show, because in today's show, Bullard is once again going out with Gildersleeve on a double date, and but he is running Gildersleeve ragged on their double dates, because, uh, well, Gildersleeve, though, he is, he's bound and determined to keep up with Bullard and to keep up with Catherine and to keep up with the other little lady. They just love going on dates every night, and Gildersleeve, well... He's getting mighty tired of it all. Yeah, he is. But, you know, he says to them, I am ragged, but I'm right. Here is Johnny Cash. He knows about being ragged, but right? <laughs> so do I. Here's Johnny Cash. Well, I've come here to tell you folks I'm ragged, but I'm right. I'm a tramp and a gambler. I stay out late at night. But a porterhouse day. Time to day for my board. That's more than any loafer in this big town can afford. Well, got an electric fan to keep me cool while I sleep. A little baby boy playing around at my feet. I'm a rambler and a gambler. I've led a dirty life. Well, I tell you folks, I'm ragged, but I'm right. Electric fan to keep me cool while I sleep. 
baby boy playing around daddy's feet. I'm a rambler and a gambler. I've led a dirty life. I tell you folks I'm ragged, but I'm right. I tell you folks I'm ragged, but I'm He's ragged, but he's right. <laughs> and that's all that matters to me. Yeah, the great Johnny Cash. And I'm ragged, but I'm right. Now, uh, in a previous show, I think it was just our last show, actually, I played a, uh, yeah, it was our last show. From 1926, I played a song by a man named Riley Puckett called Sauerkraut. Now, we heard from some of you folk out there. You said, I couldn't understand some of the words he was saying when he was singing that song. <laughs> well, I have them right here. I'm going to read you some of the words. The song starts out like, If you will only listen to who I speak about, I ain't no voice to tell you how to make that sauerkraut. It's made out of vinegar, so everyone suppose, and of that little flower they call that cabbage rose. Oh, sauerkraut is bully. I told you it was high. I think I ought to know for why. I eat him all the time. Then it's sauerkraut. Then it's sauerkraut. Priced good, you know, because you love it so. Then it's sauerkraut. Then it's sauerkraut. Only five cents for one pint. Yodley, yodley, yodley. Yodley, yodley. At that point... Mr. Puckett does his yodel, <laughs> and so did I. I don't think that was the yodeling Riley Puckett did, but that's the yodel I know how to do. Eh, anyway, that's, those are the words to the beginning of that song, which some people found hard to understand. Now, now, getting back to today's show. By the way, it was originally broadcast today's show on January 10th of 1951, and Gildersleeve is being run ragged by not only Bullard, but by Catherine and that other girl who loves going out every night. He's being run ragged. In fact, he's weary. So weary, he's got the weary blues. Oh, those are bad to have. Here is the great Madeline Peru. She's got the weary blues, too. It's a nice song.
Sweet Daddy. Yeah. There you have Madeline Peru, and she's got those weary blues. You know, she sounded weary in that song. <laughs> oh, Madeline, uh, yeah, I'll give you some coffee. Wake you up. I need you on your toes when I'm around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Madeline Peru, she's weary, and you know who else is weary, and that's Gildersleeve. And really, he is really being run ragged in today's show constant having to go out on dates night after night and in Gildersleeve he's just pooped is all he is and he no longer can get excited like Hal Kemp Hal Kemp when he's going on a date he says I've got a date with an angel and he's all excited but Gildersleeve he don't feel like that anymore climbing up the ladder With an angel, got to meet her at seven. Got a date with an angel, and I'm on my way to heaven. She's so lovely beside me, and whatever betide me, got an angel to guide me. So I'm on my way to heaven. Soon I'll hear the bells ring out, and the choir will sing out. When the pearly gates swing out, oh, she'll beckon to me. And I've been waiting a lifetime for this evening at seven. Got a date with an angel And I'm on my way to heaven got a date with an angel you know that's that's that is really true when you're when you're going out with a girl 
That is well, that was always the song that ran through my mind as I drove over to her house to pick her up. I've been thinking of that song. Got a date with an angel. Yeah, deep to you. <laughs> well, uh, luckily I didn't sing it out loud when I got there. <laughs> she might have gone back inside. But uh, that really is a song I used to think about when I had a date. Well, that was Hal Kemp, Got a Date with an Angel, very famous song for Hal Kemp. In fact, I got that song on a 45. You may have heard a few little clicks and pops there. That came from a, a 45 where they would put four old songs on one 45. In this case, four Hal Kemp songs on a 45. And, uh, yeah, that was a 45. Of course, it was originally came out on a 78, but this probably, the 45 I bought, probably came out in the early 60s. Yeah, I got it at one of those Mayfairs, you know. Not at a record store, but a place where you get used records. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was how Kemp... Oh, so let's get to the Great Gildersleeve from January 10th of 1951. Let's hear what happens. This is, by the way, is a very funny show. I especially like the way the show ends. You're going to hear it. Let's listen now to the Great Gildersleeve here on Sounds Like Radio. The Kraft Foods Company presents Willard Waterman as the Great Gildersleeve. The Great Gildersleeve is brought to you each week at this time by the Kraft Foods Company. Kraft, a name that for years has meant fine cheese, is the maker of the new Kraft Deluxe Slices of wonderful pasteurized processed cheese. These slices are perfect. No dried edges, no broken pieces, because they're wrapped right in the spick and span Kraft plant. You'll find Kraft is delicious processed cheese in slices, in neat half-pound packages in your grocer's dairy case, eight big slices in every package. Tomorrow, take home some of these convenient packages and get acquainted with Kraft Deluxe Slices, the most delicious processed cheese you've ever tasted. Great Gildersleeve persuaded Rumson Bullard, his wealthy neighbor, to take a date off his hands. They've been on the go ever since, and Bullard is really living. But we don't know how long Gildersleeve can last. Good night, Miss Milford. Good night, Rumson. Both you boys didn't have to see me to the door. Well, I like to be around pretty girls as long as possible. Oh. <laughs> Isn't he gallant, Strockmorton? He sure, sure. <laughs> Just think, tonight I've had the privilege of seeing two beautiful ladies to their doors. My date, Miss Chase, and now you. How lucky can a man be? Oh, Robson. <laughs> you corny character, you used the same line last night. It's been a wonderful evening. Good night, Throckmorton. Good night. Oh. This is one time I'm even glad to say good night to Catherine. Wait a minute. Let's not say good night yet. Let's all go to Joe's Beanery for chili and beans. Oh, my goodness. Good bullet. 
is after midnight. Well, just the shank of the evening. What do you say, Catherine? Oh, I couldn't possibly. I need my beauty sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Well, if sleep is the source of beauty, Catherine, you obviously sleep more than most women. Oh, Mr. Brother. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> well, Gildersleeve, why don't you and I swing by on the way home? Now, Bullard, let's not overdo this. But the beanery is very lively this time of night. It caters to playboys and truck drivers. You, well, this playboy is going to truck on home. Gilsleeve ain't down yet, Miss Marjorie? No, Bertie. He was out late last night. Again? That man. <laughs> when I came down, he was taking a cold shower trying to wake up. Poor Unky. Mr. Bullard's leading him a merry chase. Yeah, Unk must be bushed. When he turned the shower on cold, he didn't even yell. <laughs> I hear him stumbling down the stairs now. I'll go start his bacon and eggs. I think I'll put my last prune in his dish. He needs the energy. Good morning, Anki. Good morning, Marjorie. Hi, Anki. Good morning, Leroy. Good morning, Bronco. Open your eyes, Unc. Bronco isn't here. Oh? Where is he? He went to work half an hour ago. Yeah, you're late. Yeah, I know, Leroy. Bronco was so cute this morning, Anki. He said he wanted to get as much work done as possible before our baby comes next month. Oh? And he says he'll get up and give the baby his two o'clock formula while I sleep. But why not let us feed the baby at two o'clock? What's this, Leroy? You'll be just coming in. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, let me pour your coffee, Anki. Yeah, thank you, my dear. <laughs> Quite a glare on the coffee this morning. You can't keep up with Mr. Bullard, Uncle Mort. You know? Well, you have to get up and go to the water department while he can sleep till noon. Yeah, he's retired and you're just tired. <laughs> now, children, I can stay on my feet as long as Bullard can. Unc doesn't want Miss Milford to know he's slowing up. Leroy, I'm not slowing up. But every morning you come down half asleep. Yeah, I'm not half asleep. I'm wide awake. Yeah? Then why are you putting jelly on your napkin? Yo. <laughs> well, it was on my plate where my toast usually is. Jelly on his napkin. <laughs> Leroy, don't laugh at Uncle Moore. <laughs> sure, sure. Morning, Miss Gilsleeve. Here's your breakfast. Yeah, thank you, Bert. What's everybody laughing at? Unks punchy. Leroy. <laughs> when he got Mr. Bullard to going out. You know, Bertie. Yes, sir, that man's got you burned the candle at both ends. It isn't that bad, Bertie. You better slow down, Mr. Gillsleeve. We don't want the water commissioner to be put out of commission because he's burning the candle at both ends. Yeah, all right, Bertie. Yes, sir, if you keep burning the candle at both ends, the water commissioner's going to be put out of commission. Bertie, please. Mr. Gillsleeve, you know what'll happen if you keep burning the candle at both ends? Yes, Bertie. That's right, the water commissioner'll be put out of commission. <laughs> Bertie sure hates to give up an idea. <laughs> yeah, pass the napkin. Yeah, I mean the toast. Good morning, Mr. Bullard. 
for you? What can I do for you this morning? Uh, give me a cup of coffee, Petey. I didn't get to finish mine at home. Yeah, so? Yeah, there was a lot of noise around the house this morning. <laughs> Your Christmas bills arrived? Uh, it wasn't that, Petey. No. Uh, is the new baby here? No. Marjorie isn't expecting the baby until February. Well, February is a good month. We had Washington and Lincoln in February. Yeah. How about the coffee, Pete? Coming up. I was a July baby myself. Pretty hot months to get a start in. <laughs> I had prickly heat, so they tell me. Peavy, you're still holding my coffee. Oh. <laughs> well, here you are, Mr. Gildersleeve. Uh, thank you. Uh, I can't seem to wake up this morning. I take it you've been going out quite a little lately, Mr. Gildersleeve. Your gents' cologne bill is running higher this month. <laughs> well, since I persuaded Bullard to go out with me New Year's Eve, we've been pretty busy. How's your lady friend, Miss Milford, standing the late hours? You know, you know girls, Peavy. They like to go. Yeah, that's the way it was when I was courting Mrs. Peavy. She liked to go. Sometimes I think I should have let her. <laughs> Uh, go out more often, I mean, but uh, we didn't have much money for gadding. Well, I think you did the right thing, Petey. If you'd taken her a lot of places, you might have met some rich fellow like Bullard and married him. Then you'd have been sorry. No, I... Uh, I guess I would. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Petey. Water Commissioner, you're neglecting your work. Your papers are piled so high there's no place to lay my head. Yeah, I have to catch a few winks. Yeah, I might open the top drawer and lay my head in it. Nobody can see me behind this stack of papers. Yeah, oh, sure. This is more like it. You hope Mayor Terwilliger doesn't pop in today. Yeah, well, I'll live dangerously. Yes, I'll live dead. Gildersleeve. Miss Mayor, I didn't hear you come in. I was just... Gildersleeve, Gildersleeve, what are you babbling about? Gildersleeve, it's you, Bullard. Have you been sleeping? Me? No. Your eyes are red. Well, eye strain, I guess. I was looking for a bottle of ink in this dark drawer. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't expect to see you until tonight, Bullard. I come with a tale of rotten luck, Gildersleeve. You? We can't go out tonight. We can't? My date has pulled up lame. You was that? Vicky has a blister on her heel from dancing too much last night. Well, that's too bad. I know you're disappointed, Gildersleeve. I hate to let you down, but we'd better call off our double date. Yeah, I think nothing of it, Bullard. Everybody can't stand the gaff the way we can. I'll phone Catherine and cancel everything. Yes, I guess it's the only thing to do. You wouldn't want me to share your date. <laughs> well, they do say three is a crowd. Catherine must be asleep. This is her day off. Really? Then it's too bad she can't be entertained this evening. Yeah, frankly, Bullard, I'm just as glad we're staying home. 
I'm not too keen about going out again tonight myself. Oh? Hello? Hello, Catherine. This is Rock Morton. Well, good morning, Rockmorton. I heard the phone, but I was shampooing my hair. You nice. I want to be beautiful for you tonight. Yeah, well, about tonight, Catherine. Mr. Bullard is here and tells me Vicky can't go out. So why don't we just call the whole thing off? Yeah, Catherine, don't be disappointed. We'll all get a good night's rest and go out again soon. Uh, wait a minute. Gildersleeve, give me that phone. Yeah? Uh, there's no use disappointing, Catherine. Willard, what are you up to? Uh, hello, Catherine. This is Rumson. Oh, hello, Rumson. Catherine, I have a corking good idea. Vicky can't go out this evening, and Gildersleeve wants a good night's rest. Yofer. Willard. So why don't you and I carry on for the gang? He'd carry on all right. Now, see here, Bullard, I'm going to... Give me that phone. But, Gildersleeve, remember what you said. Three is a crowd. That's why I'm going. If you're with Catherine, I want to be in the crowd. The great Gildersleeve will be back in just a moment. Here they are for all you folks who've longed for really perfect slices of delicious pasteurized processed cheese. Here are Kraft Deluxe Slices, eight perfect slices of extra delicious processed cheese in a neat half-pound package. Kraft Deluxe Slices are different from any sliced cheese you've ever had before because Kraft Slices are made a completely new way. Instead of being cut from a loaf, Kraft Deluxe Slices are actually formed by an exclusive new Kraft invention. And this invention captures every single bit of fine processed cheese flavor. More flavor than you've ever enjoyed before in every perfect slice. Tomorrow, look for them in your grocer's dairy case, those perfect slices of extra good processed cheese, Kraft Deluxe Slices. Let's get back to the great Gildersleeve. It has been said that early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Our water commissioner hasn't been getting to bed early, so he doesn't feel healthy. He isn't exactly wealthy, and he's going out again tonight, so you'd hardly call him wise. You darn that Bullard. Well, by George, nobody's going to catch this water commissioner asleep on the job. I'm going to sleep at home. You home, Miss Gilsley? Yes, Bertie. I'm glad of it. Yes, sir. From the way you looked this morning, I thought you'd be home early. <laughs> well, I have an engagement this evening, Bertie. So I'm going in the den and catch a little shut-eye. Yes, sir. You and Mr. Bullard taking the girls out again tonight? Well, Miss Chase isn't going. That's a smart woman. Well, I wasn't interested in going out either. But Mr. Bullard wants to go. Yes, sir. And Catherine has the day off. She wants to go out tonight. Yes, sir. Naturally, I don't want them to spend a dull evening together. <laughs> so I'm going along. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, there's another smart woman. You ready? I'm closing the den door. I don't want to be disturbed. No. Yeah, I'll be all right. I'll be able to answer the bell tonight if I get some sleep. Oh. <laughs> Nice couch. You better loosen my tie. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is it. Uh, this is what I've needed all day. Peace and quiet. Hey, Uncle! Oops, Leroy. I just got home from school. Yeah, so I hear. Bertie told me you weren't to be disturbed. Yeah, that's right, Leroy. So I come in to tell you I won't disturb you. <laughs> Very considerate of Unless you'd like to come outside and pass the football. No, Leroy. Okay. Care to pass it inside? Leroy, please. Let me sleep. Okay. Well, I won't disturb you. Yeah, fine. I won't disturb you if I kick the ball outside. Leroy, just leave me alone. Sure, that's the idea. Gangbusters. Yeah, well... He's an active youth. I wish I had some of his energy. Well, I'll store up a little right now. Uh, uh, what's that? Auntie. Yes, Marjorie? May I come in? Come in, my dear. Bertie told me how tired you were, and I thought you'd like some warm milk. You'd like some warm milk. Just put it there on the bookshelf, my dear. Well, Uncle, you'll get cold. Drink it. Oh, yes. Drink it. He's very soothing. Here's the glass. Sleep tight, Unky. We'll call you for dinner. Thank you, Marjorie. Yeah. What a thoughtful girl. Just what I needed. Warm milk and a good bed. I'll sleep like a baby. If I don't, I'll never make it through the night. Hey. Over. Gildy. Judge Hooker, what's he doing here? I have your income tax forms, Gildy. Thought I'd stop by and drop them off. <laughs> Thank you, and goodbye, Judge. Bertie told me that you weren't to be disturbed, but Gildy, you look droopy. I don't think you're feeling well. Yeah, I'm all right. Let me feel your forehead. Judge, please. You need another blanket over you. <laughs> Judge, I just want to be left alone. I am not going to leave you like this, old friend. You're sick. You're a judge. It always helps to have someone in the room. I'll just sit here by your bed. Yeah, all right, if you insist. But sit quietly. Now, I'll read this book. If you have any trouble going to sleep, Gildy, you might try counting sheep. Yeah, how can I count sheep when all I see is an old goat? (laughs) Yeah, I'll just ignore him. I can't chase him out. Well, here's an amusing passage. (laughs) You said you'd be quiet. I was quiet. You laughed. Yeah. What's the difference? Why didn't I sleep at the office? I'll never be able to keep up with Bullard tonight. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for helping me dress, Leroy. I never would have made it without you. That's okay. Good luck tonight, Unc. Thanks. You'll need it. Yeah, I sure will. How are you going to see over those bags under your eyes? <laughs> yeah, all right, Leroy, don't kick me when I'm down. Are 
ready to go, Wonky? Yeah. That cold shower must have done you good. You look... You look horrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll sit in the dark as much as possible tonight. Well, here. Let me help you on with your coat. Thanks. Now, let me put your hat on your head. Thanks. And I'll open the door for you. Thanks. Good night, Unky. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, good night. Nice of the little family to rally around me at a time like this. Muller's house is dark. And we're taking his car. Say, wouldn't it be wonderful if he took a nap and didn't wake up in time for tonight? Hello, Catherine. Good evening, Catherine. Come on in, both of you. Now get your coat, Catherine. We must be on our way. We're going to paint the town tonight a different color. <laughs> <laughs> the only color I can see is green. Just put your coat down there. We have to wait until Mother comes back from the drugstore. Somebody has to be here to answer the phone. You're all good. Everybody sit down. Say, I have a suggestion. Let's all go square dancing at the Red Bar. Square dancing? It's vigorous exercise, and they have a new orchestra. Oh, that sounds like fun. Oh, it is. It is. Give me your hand. I'll show you. Oh, Ron. Alamin, left with the old left hand, right to your partner. Now, right and left, Brad. Wooler. Swing her high and swing her sweet. Swing that gal with the great big feet. Oh. (laughs) Nothing personal, Captain, of course. Uh, Country club hillbilly. Oh. Wonderful. Come on, come on, let's go dance. Buller, don't be pushy. We have to wait for Catherine's mother. Oh, oh, yeah. So sit down. Gildersleeve, I think you're tired. Yo, no, I'm not. Well, what'll we do while we're waiting? Why don't we listen to some music? Oh, let's do something we can participate in. Oh, Robson, your vigor amazes me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Say, uh, I, I learned a new charade today. Watch me and tell me what I am. Hmm? Oh. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I could never guess. Oh, of course you can. Here, I'll give you another clue. All right. <laughs> yeah, I've got to do something well? to keep awake. Oh, no. Maybe if I sang a good loud song, it'll clear the cobwebs. You'd take the play away from Bullard, too. I give up, Rumson. I'm afraid I'm not thinking too fast tonight. Say, yeah, I have an idea. Oh? Catherine, you mentioned music. Why don't you play the piano? Oh, yes, that's a capital idea. And I'll sing. Oh, no. <laughs> Rockmorton has a beautiful voice, Rumson. What do you want to sing, Rockmorton? Well, something loud. How about a sleep in the deep? Not bad. You hope I can get through it. Uh, just one chorus, please, Gildersleeve. Then we can get back to the charade. Uh, sure, sure. Loudly the bell in the old tower rings, bidding us list to the warning it brings. Sailor, take care. 
I think it's helping me. <laughs> Many brave hearts are asleep in the deep. So Wonderful, Throckmorton. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think staying up late has deepened my voice. <laughs> Didn't you like it, Rumson? <laughs> Throckmorton, he fell asleep. He did? Well. <laughs> and in the middle of your song, I hope you're not offended. Me? No. It just goes to show Bullard can't take it the way I can. Where's my chair? I suppose Rumson didn't want to admit he was tired. Well, he might fall asleep. You're not me. With my constitution, I can go on and get on. Yeah, can go on. Frostmorton. Rumson. Now they're both asleep. Aren't they cute? Still trying to outdo each other. I like Throckmorton's snore better. <laughs> the Great Gildersleeve will be right back. How about it? Like to treat your folks to their favorite kinds of pasteurized processed cheese in slices so they can make delicious cheese snacks and sandwiches quickly and easily? Of course you do. So keep your refrigerator stocked with several of the five delicious varieties of Kraft Deluxe Slices. There's Kraft American that's so mellow good. Kraft American with scarlet pimentos added. Nut sweet Kraft Swiss. Kraft Brick with deep, rich flavor. And sharp old English brand. Try them all. For quick, easy-to-make cheese snacks and sandwiches, there's nothing like these perfect slices of extra-delicious processed cheese. Kraft Deluxe Slices. Thank you, Doctor, for a lovely evening. Good night. Throckmorton. Throckmorton. You... Catherine, yeah, I must have dropped off for a second. Yes, you did. <laughs> Look at Bullard. Sound asleep. He just can't take it. Come on, Catherine. Let's sneak out. We'll go to the dance with Ollie. 
Throckmorton, I've already been to the dance. Yes, I said we're going to do you. What's that? Dr. Olson stopped by and he took me. I just got home. It's a quarter after 12. Quarter after 12? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's Joe's <laughs> Bullard's waking up. Ah, there, I must have closed my eyes for a second. Ah, well, I feel better. Come on, Captain, let's go square dancing. Bullard, you've been asleep all evening. It's after 12. Oh, no, no. Catherine, how, how could I have done such a thing? Shame on you, Bullard. Here's your hat. Come on home, old man. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, Catherine. Good night, folks. <laughs> is played by Willard Waterman. The show is written by Paul West, John Elliott, and Mandy White, with music by Robert Armbruster. Included in the cast are Walter Ketley, Mary Lee Robb, Lillian Randolph, Gail Gordon, Kathy Lewis, Earl Ross, and Dick LeGrand. This is John Heaston saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of the Great Gildersleeve. Want to taste something good? Well, next time you make a cold meat sandwich, don't forget to add a little Kraft prepared mustard. For when you add a little mustard, you add a lot of tang. Every bite tastes better. Now you can get two kinds of Kraft mustard. Get both kinds. Then with every meat dish, hot or cold, just add a little mustard and you'll add a lot of tang. Kraft prepared mustard. <laughs> The preceding was transcribed. Listen next. Your humble host on NBC. January 10th, they have the great Gildersleeve here on Sounds Like Radio. Now, wasn't that a funny ending? I mean, I laughed out loud when I heard that. Both Gildersleeve and Bullard, <laughs> they're both falling asleep. Oh, <laughs> and they're, even then when they're asleep, they're still competing to who is the best snorer. Did you hear Catherine's comment? That was funny. I like that ending of the show. Well, that was the Great Gildersleeve, January 10th, 1951. Poor Gildersleeve, and even poor Bullard would have to finally admit the end there. They were both so tired. Here's K-Star. She's kind of tired herself. Take it, K. I'm feeling a little tired myself, too. So tired.
Oh my, poor Kay, she's tired. <laughs> I can't blame her. I'd be tired too if I went on all them dates that kill the slave and bullet are going on. <laughs> oh my. We now, yeah, they may be tired, but you know, Bing Crosby has a little advice. He says, even though you're tired, don't bother to be tired because you know what they say, we'll rest at the end of the trail. That's the time to rest when you reach the end of the trail. Sort of forced rest, actually. Here's Bing. The road is mighty dusty, old pal. The sun is sinking low beyond the rain. We're still together, rusty old pal. Riding the trail. Oh, strange We're weary and tired Our work is all through But we'll rest at the end Of the trail We'll stand round the fire when there's nothing to do When we rest at the end of the trail If we feel like roping, we'll hitch to a star So just keep on loping, not very far We're weary and tired and our work is all through, but we'll rest at the end of the case you ain't got no choice <laughs> but to rest at the end of the trail uh, that's a hard way to get your rest but eh, well, that's what happens sometimes eh? bing crosby we'll rest at the end of the trail a classic song there from bing crosby now at the end of that show Catherine was looking at the bullard was sleeping uh Gildersleeve, he was sleeping. Uh, they were both sleeping, and I, I, I just know Catherine wanted to shout, Get up! Get up, you sleepyhead! Here is J.P. Morgan. Tweet, tweet. A little 
birdie with a yellow bill hopped upon my windowsill. He said, get up, get up, you sleepyhead. The early birdie gets the worm. To get ahead, you better be firm. Get up, get up, get up, you sleepyhead. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Get up, you sleepyhead. <laughs> J.P. Morgan singing a very lively song. That'll wake you up. Get up, get up, you sleepyhead. I'm sure that's what Catherine wanted to yell at Gildersleeve and Bullard as they slept snoring away. <laughs> oh, my. The end of a perfect date. That's what I'd say. You know, I saw a foreign movie several years back, and it was really a great movie. Uh, very funny. You had to read the captions, of course. You couldn't understand. It was in Italian. So, I mean, unless you speak Italian. But they did have great captions on this movie. I got the DVD of it. And it's really a neat movie. I like it. I can recommend that you watch it. Except, I would have to tell you to turn it off before the last five minutes of the movie. Because it has an extremely depressing ending. But the, the whole movie up until then is just a joy to watch. The movie I'm talking about is called Il Sorpasso, an Italian movie, great movie from the early 60s, and really has that early 60s feel to it. They drive around in an Italian sports car on their highways back there in Italy, and it's just a neat movie, very funny, and uh, like I say, the last five minutes turned the movie off. But anyway, here's a neat song that a gang on the beach danced to. Uh, Peppino Di Capri sings it here. It's called... Don't play that song. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, here's Peppino. Don't play that song from Il Sorpasso.
Listening to that song again just reminds me of the scene from El Surpaso. It's a black and white movie, and these hot-looking girls, black and white movie, dressed in their bikinis, dancing to that song, sort of like on a boardwalk on the edge of the beach there, and uh, they were dancing to that song, and yeah, nice. That was the very song, too. Pepino Di Capri was the guy's name who sang it. There's also a very interesting version of that song, not done by Pepino, it's a remake, and it's a video that's uh, been posted on YouTube for several years now. I first discovered it, oh, some years back. I can't even tell you who the people are singing it. It's a, I believe it's a Philippine group. It's a girl who really does a fantastic little, just a slight dance to this song as her husband slash boyfriend, I'm not sure what he is, he plays the organ slash piano, she, he's doing that. It's sort of it, it's filmed in a small club. You can tell, and she's just sort of swaying to this music. And every once in a while, she'll sing a little chorus. It's a really neat video. You'll find it on YouTube. Don't play that song. You see a Philippine couple and the girl standing there by the piano, swaying with the music. Every once in a while, chiming in with the chorus. That's the video I'm talking about. Don't play that song. Well, now that you're playing it, we got to close out the show because our theme, our end theme song is playing, and that means it's time for us to say so long for now. We hope you enjoyed today's funny show. It was a funny show, too. From January 10th, 1951, The Great Gildersleeve here on Sounds Like Radio. Till next time, I am your humble host saying so long for now. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>